What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hawk Talk on Melrose. Back again to regular programming as uh, the bye week is over and done with. Colin, got Tyler here. What's going on, man? Uh, ready for some Hawkeye football in a couple days? Ready for the same old, same old? Is it still the bye week? No? No, okay. Uh, <laughs> went, uh, went, went by pretty fast, though. I mean, it's it did. here yeah. and now it's gone. And, and whether we like it or not, we got Iowa football. That's right. That's right. Iowa football. Good to, good to, I would say decompress, maybe take a week, take a week away from, from our offense. The, the, the problem is the team that we're playing Ohio state is, is probably yeah. not, not the opponent that we want to see yeah. right, right now necessarily, especially after a bye week because how much, how much better did we really get or prepare for a team? Like what we're about to see is going to be, it's going to be you tough. You almost wish out. Yeah. We were playing like, Northwestern this week or or just a team that you you feel confident you're going to win because it's like I wish we would have flip-flopped right we, we would have had Ohio State last game then we go into a then, bye week and have like Illinois yeah I, I would feel way way better on that yeah we played great or not after bye weeks is <laughs> not very good I mean but Wisconsin no. last year got handled after yeah. a bye week yeah so and, I mean I'm not saying it would have would have necessarily helped I just Obviously, this is this opponent is is, is really good, legit. So. Yeah. Um. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you can see the background um, of some of the different platforms that you can listen to this podcast. As always, uh, we are on pretty much everything that you can think of, um, alongside with YouTube. Um, YouTube is kind of our preferred platform, but obviously, for some of you guys, if you have Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, uh, you can just type in Hawk Talk on Melrose, and you will find us. Make sure you leave a review or. Uh, you know, leave a comment on YouTube for our mailbag, which we will get to uh, later this episode. I don't think we did one the last time. And so no, we, we, have, we have a couple saved up. So um, I'm going to yeah. go back now to um, our, how do I go back to, well, no, we don't want to do that. There we go. Go back to here. Um, so anyways, so yeah, let's get right into it. Uh, talk a little Iowa, Ohio state, kind of what we see the presser from last week with Kirk or with yeah. Brian. I mean, it, it's been a week now, but I have some of my thoughts. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then we'll get into, like I said, the mailbag. Um, and then the 12-team college football playoff, if it ended today, I just want to kind of – I kind of had some time on Monday, and I just want to share it with you, Tyler, and I think it's just kind of fun to go over for the listeners as well. And then, yeah, we'll just end the podcast. So pretty uh, pretty easy episode. Pretty short and sweet, yeah. Yep. So let's get right into it. I guess let's start with the with the presser from last week that and then kind of also the what kind of Kirk had to say yesterday. I didn't really listen to much what Kirk said. The only thing I, I really the only thing I really saw was him <clears throat> about the whole practicing again. It's almost as if it's like, God, is he like just trolling us at this point or like what? So they so they asked they must have asked him something and he said, you know, Padilla's doing good. And uh we They asked him like if if like something about the again like like a quarterback like would they ever make a change yeah i think feels confident in him and he said he's practicing good but peters is practicing better and like i said i i just feel like i I feel like they're just trolling us at this point like you like i just can't believe he said that and and not laughed because it's like everyone just keeps you know making fun of the program for for the whole practicing and they just keep saying it um when will they realize that practice is not games? I, I, it's just something like, it's just like, we might as well just stop talking about because it's just, apparently it's just not a thing. 
in the in Iowa City, but it's just to me, it's just starting to become funny. I I I almost wonder too. I, I when I heard that, I I thought the same thing. I'm like, are we are we being trolled? Because like he like Kirk's a smart guy. Like yeah. Whether he wants to say he doesn't listen to the noise, I mean, there eventually it, it starts to creep in. And like the practice comment, like six, seven weeks into the season is just a really like sad comment at this yeah. point because we don't care what you look like in practice. We want to know what you look like in, in the games. games. And, and we do. And it'd be one thing if, if the whole year we'd been saying we look really bad in practice and then we look really bad out on the field. Right. And then this week we go, wow, we actually look really good in practice. Maybe, maybe we feel a little optimistic, right. We'd be like, okay, wow. We're actually looking good in practice. Maybe it'll translate to the field. The problem is like you said, this has been ongoing since what seems like the off season practices where, you know, where Petrus is, is doing really well in practice. It looks like everyone's stepping up in practice we keep hearing it and and the results are what they are on the field. And it's, it's really bad. So um, I take nothing from that comment. This is no. a joke at this point, like what they're saying, they are dodging the, the real issues and the real questions per usual right now. And it's, it's really annoying. And yeah, we'll get to obviously the other comment that was well, made, but yeah, well, we'll just transition right into the cur- or with, with Brian last week and um, kind of talking about, and okay. I will say this. I, I really enjoyed that. The, that they actually asked him some challenging questions. Like the one question yeah. about, would you step down, you know, with being the coach's son, stuff like that. And, you know, he kind of said something about how he's not just going to back down pretty much. He can't go home to his children being a quitter or whatever. Um, so that kind of implies to me that going into like next year, the only way he's not going to be on the staff is. Um, Someone above makes the decision. Make a decision that because he'll. I mean, that's what that's what that I kind of got out of that. I don't know. Maybe that was just something he just said at the time. Uh, but how you know, just doubling down um, on the body of work of Spencer Petras as if like he's doing a good job, and then him making the comment of what's the upside of of putting in Padilla? Uh, well, what's the upside of keeping Petras out there? I mean, like it, it's just it's mind boggling to me how they just they think that Petras is the answer. And I don't truly think they really deep down think Petrus is the answer. I just think, and like Chris Williams said this on his podcast with Chris Hassel, he really thinks that Ferentz is just, he just, he's at the point now where he just doesn't want to make the switch because if Padilla somehow or some way looks good, it's going to make, you know, Ferentz look It's an ego thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at at this point, you know, the fans and and the media have been, clamoring for this for weeks and if it turns out that we're right and they're wrong how does that make them look and the questions yeah. will start to rise like what are you guys doing what do you, yep and, and he does not i mean any coach would not want that type of heat and i get that but i agree with you i it, the the comment about the upside like what's the upside it's like yeah what are we talking about right now what's the what, upside yeah. we might actually compete and we might actually be able to might create a spark 20. on offense. Yeah. Players might, might be like, have... let's go, let's go. We got a new face in here. Let's, you know, right. We have a Northwestern game last year. Offense just it's, immediately sparked when Padilla it's went been in. proven that it worked last year. We just yeah. saw it a year ago. And I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to listen to at this point, but yeah, go ahead. And this isn't the first go around. You go back to 2014 when we had Jake Rudock, terrible, not, not very good. 
um, and the offense wasn't very good. And it took all the way until the offseason to put in Beathard and look at what Beathard did. I mean, Beathard was clearly a better player than Rudock. And why yeah. we kept uh, or why we kept Rudock out there the entire year of 2014. Go back to Jay Christensen and Ricky Stanzi. We they kept Jay Christensen way long in there, and then they finally yeah. bring in Stanzi. Stanzi, much better quarterback. So this isn't the first go around where it's like, are we sure that the best quarterback is really out there or really should be starting right now? Are you sure the best quarterback's not on the bench right now? Because this isn't the first time that this has happened. And I don't think, I mean, our offense has so many problems. I don't think, I don't care if you put in Labus or Padilla, but I just think, what's the upside? Well, the upside is something different. You know, just see see if something happens. Uh, But I truthfully think that, it's an ego thing at this point. If they somehow, some way look better, it's going to make them look bad and, and rightfully so. But, um, cause there's no other, I mean, I don't, I can't explain it at this point. Yeah. You know, no, it, it's, it really is truly unexplainable. I mean, it, to, to, to say that because of, I mean, literally we are like literally one of the worst teams on offense to not, to not try something different yeah. Yeah. is, is really, like there, you can't explain it. Like they, they try to say they, you know, it's a problem, Colin, when <laughs> they ask him, why not make the switch or what? And, and Brian goes, what's the upside? He answers the question with a question. That's how bad this has gotten. Yeah. You can't you just, notice that you can't answer it. You didn't answer no. it with an answer. You well, answered it with another when question. you tweet, when you tweeted that, I mean, remember I'm like, watch it. Like, like you could tell, cause he asked the question again. And, and I know from experience when like, oh. I re-asked the question, I know that I, I heard the first time I you just do. need to gather my thoughts. And so I this asked is, the question again yeah. to give me some time to really think about the answer. Oh, you could, you could see the old ticker just, just yeah. thinking of just whatever would come to him like in yep. that moment, because he couldn't answer the question. No. And the media, like you said, asked a great question. Yeah, they did. Um, Give them credit because I feel like they've been kind of easy up until this point and, and kind they of have backed um, off a little, little bit, even when they, when they try to dig a little bit, they, they, they'd almost back off. And it's like, I just think, and I'm not saying that they're going to let the, the media dictate their football team. I'm not saying that that's how this should work or that's what's going to happen. I just, there needs to be answers. And, and still to this day, we're answering a question with another question. So there's just no answer at all yeah. yet. And it's just, that's what, really makes me upset yeah and and we we our offense is so bad i think god what was it john miller maybe we might actually have one of the worst offenses ever like he went back and like looked at some like different and like he could not you could not find like like in iowa history you mean no like in just general like in terms of college football in general (laughs) it's that bad um and it's like and it's just like i said they just they almost seem like they're aware of the problem, but they just don't want to address it, right? Yeah. So for me, the bye week would have been a good time. I know you're not going to fix – it's wholesale changes are not going to happen in a bye week. But there are things that you can do, and instead of instead of that, we just had the coaches come out and just act as if nothing's really that wrong, everything's fine. We could – I mean, we had two weeks to really maybe change some things, right? Um, I just thought – I said this to you, you know, we're at the point of the season where it almost seems like the season's kind of washed at this point in a way, obviously we can still have a good year, but it just seems like with the offense, we just have no hope to have a good year. I mean, hell we, it's going to be a struggle to get to bull eligibility. 
So, I mean, I brought this up to you. It's like, why not? Because more than likely, it's going to be Labus next year because Petrus will be gone more than likely. I mean, he should. I mean, I know technically he could come back, but hopefully he's smart enough to know that that's just not a right decision. Um, and then Padilla probably won't come back. I mean, why would he? Um, so it's probably going to be Joey Labus. So it's just like at this point, it's like, why not just, even though if he, even if he's not really ready, why not just start him the rest of the season? Because we're going to go into next year and we're going to have no quarterback that has any experience, even though we could have gave Labus many opportunities or we're going to look back and be like, God, we should have gave him opportunity in this game. We should have gave him opportunity and we're not going to like, for example, on Saturday, we might be down 35 to seven at some point. And instead of, and what we're going to do is we're just going to keep yep. trotting out Petrus when, why not just put in Padilla or Labus just to see, even <clears> though, because the game's over with at that point. Right. So it's like, why not just put in a backup quarterback who, I mean, just might well, as well do it, yes. you know, but we're not, we would, we would, we're never going to do that. And that's just what frustrates me. Um, and like speaking of Joey Labus too, I thought it was kind of bullshit that, Brian, they asked Brian last week about Labus, and he just said something about how he's not ready. Number one, you don't say that because two things. How are you putting any confidence into Labus when you're saying that type of stuff? And number two, when he's how are you probably going to be the starter next starter? year. And how are you putting any confidence into the fan base when you're pretty much saying that the next starter, more than likely, is still not ready, even though he's been in the program now for like two years, and he's still not there yet? And another question I have is, okay, why is this offense that hard to master if he's still not ready, because we, this isn't the first go around where we've heard like receivers and, you know, players aren't, you know, they still haven't learned the offense. How can this offense be that challenging when it's that right. bad? I mean, if it was a very, if we were a really good offense and it was hard to, ma- okay, I, that's great. Yeah. We have a great offense. It's hard <clears throat> to master. That's great. But our offense is so bad. So why should, why is it that challenging to learn our offense? I do not get, I've never understood that. That's always been a thing that I've never understood. Well, the question I was going to ask you, Con, was do you think there's a chance if we get down 35, 40, nothing, 47, that we see Padilla come in? Or Labus? Nope. I, or Labus. Because no, it's not going to happen. Most teams, you know, that I know of would, would give, make a change. Pull the, pull yeah. the starter and, and get, make a change. Now, I think that really, if that, if, if you're correct in, in, in that they won't do that, then then you know that that is literally proof that this coaching staff does not even want to risk Labus or Padilla looking good, albeit probably against Ohio State's second, third stringers at that point, right? Yeah, they probably still, have. But, but still, like, you don't even want them to, like, imagine Padilla comes in and throws, like, two touchdowns. Could you imagine the fa- – you're right. I don't think it'll happen. No, even what, even though it should, it won't happen. Um, like I said, and then yeah. Well, continue. You can continue. I well, I was just gonna say I, really quick. I mean, no, you you brought that up to me that 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 question about like. <laughs> I know we're three and three, but like you said, the the fact that we're gonna fight for bowl eligibility, I think it's gonna be tough to to make a bowl this year. Um, it is. It's. The Nebraska like the game, fact- the Nebraska game might be the battle of who goes to the bowl game because we could both be like five and six. Yeah. yeah, you're you're exactly right, and I I agree with you. I mean, why why not? If it's not Labus, why not why not Padilla? Like, why not put somebody else in? What 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 is what's the upside? What's the downside at this point? Your offense gets worse 
How can it get any you, worse? Yeah, it, I, it can't. It literally can't. can't. We don't score anyway. Trust Colin, me. You, I think I saw a stat that for every touchdown that Petrus throws, CJ Stroud has thrown 12. That's yeah, it's insane. Oh, a 12 to 1 ratio. Like, <laughs> this, stop. And stop. So if, just, if what's the upside? There you go. Maybe I've we'll had, score more than a touchdown. Living in Lincoln, I I have many Nebraska fans, and they're not they're not being like asked when they 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 generally yeah. ask me like they're like we don't understand why they don't put in the backup like why or like they'll ask me like, why why don't they put in the backup like and it's just like you guys just don't like you guys don't understand Ferentz you don't understand how they how they run how they operate in Iowa City it's just a different thing I, I don't get it I don't well, have an explanation and, and, it's annoying and, and, because we're the is, only team you really and you, you know they talk about this with a lot of players specifically you know you really see people's true colors when you're losing and when it's not great. Right. And I just feel like this side of the coaching staff is just really starting to bug me because when we're winning, like last year, even though the offense isn't, it's all happy go lucky. It's all, you know, everything's fine. And we, we kind of agree with it because we're winning, but it's like now the stubbornness and the egos and the hard headedness by these guys, it's just, it's and now when we're not gonna we're not winning we're gonna get absolute I mean I hate to say this but we are gonna get trounced on national TV like it, and and again I don't I don't want that to happen but if that if that's what needs to happen for for change then I'm just saying like I'm not necessarily against it like yeah. if we're gonna if you tell me on Saturday right now we're gonna lose by 25 I want to lose by 40 because then maybe maybe the the pressure will mount. I don't know. Probably won't, but you know, the the thing I thought about Colin too, the thing that's going to make me so mad is if our defense actually holds them to like 28 or 31 or something, something that's actually manageable. manageable. Yep. That is good. Honestly, like that's going to make me more mad than losing by like 50 because I think that's why obviously we're all frustrated. We know how yeah. good of a defense and special teams we are. We have, I, but well, I was going to, I was sick. You, speaking of, I was thinking that like last night, like if we had a decent offense, like I would, I wouldn't say we'd win, but I would be like, I would feel somewhat good going into Columbus. Like, you know what? 11 a.m. game. If we had a good offense along with our defense, yeah. but yeah, with, with our, about our offense, like I'd give us no, no shot because it's like our offense is not going to keep up. Yeah. I just think to end this whole thing, we had the bye week to make some changes. You look at Rutgers, they fired their off, you know, their, sure. their offensive coordinator, you know, during their bye week. We had two weeks. You could have made some changes. Instead, we just they just doubled down as if nothing is wrong, and it's very yeah. annoying. The offense and, and, in in today's world or in today's college and NFL. Hell, I I don't know if did you watch any of the Broncos game the other night? A little bit, not no, much. I, I watched but... a decent decent amount just because I bet that game. So I watched a decent, uh, or I watched pretty much the entire game. And Broncos defense is good, really yeah. good. And their offense is really bad. Their offensive line is trash. Uh, yeah. Russell Wilson is just seems like he's washed. They it's have no running kind game. of a kind of a replica of, of of Iowa. Yeah, literally no running <clears throat> game. The receivers cannot cannot create any separation. Their their running trees or or route trees are are not great. And even Troy Aikman was saying it. And but their defense is really really good. And I went back and looked. They're they're only giving up their average or like it's like 13 points a game that their defense is hold is is holding. Like that's really good. And what is their record? They're two and four because of their offense. 
today's college football and NFL, you need to be able to score. And last year, I know we got the 10 wins, yippee, yippee, but it did not feel like a 10 win season. We keep, we, when we, me and you have said that for, for, for so long, and we could have very well been a six, seven win team. I really truthfully think obviously our defense was the reason why, but I really think it was our special teams as well. Charlie Jones getting us in great field position, right? That block punt against Nebraska that led to a, or that was a touchdown. We don't win that game if that block punt that led to a touchdown didn't happen. So like we could have very well been a six, seven win team last year. And we should have, we probably should have. Um, But the case point, you got to have a decent or at least a semi-average offense. Because you look at the Broncos, very similar thing. Like they have a bunch of problems with offense that you just don't really know what the root cause is. I mean, it's a bunch of things just like Iowa and they're two and four, even though their defense is really good, like really good. So I, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to, I was thinking that the other day or yesterday or something like that. And it's just, it's comparing apples to apples and it's, it's so true. Yeah. Except in the NFL, there's kind of a really short leash, especially with like what Nathaniel Hackett, they're like already like kind of calling for his job. Like, yeah, they are. And, and rightfully so you're not playing good. You have a $160 million quarterback that you just got a whole new team, new offense yeah. supposed to be really good. And you, you're you, it, it it's hilarious. You watch that offense; it's just like I was. Can't run the football. No, no prep. Oh, I saw. I saw like the stat it was like in the second half and overtime. This is a wild stat. Second half and overtime. Russell Wilson was three of eleven for fifteen yards in yeah. the second half and overtime. And now, he started the game off. And he really, started the game off. Saw 10 for 10. 10 for 10. I yep. saw. I if that isn't well, the ten for ten will never happen, but. If that isn't some Iowa type of stat right there, I don't know what is. Something yeah. just unbelievable, like right, like that would never happen. It seems well, like I was happy because I took the Broncos plus four. So when they got up 10-0, I was like, oh boy, with their defense. And luckily I I still ended up, but like I was getting yeah. so annoyed in the second half because I was like, they had opportunity <laughs> I bet you were nervous. Yeah. To at least yeah. just put up put a drive together and just like I I was a bunch of three. I mean, I think they had like four three and outs in just the fourth quarter alone. Like it's just crazy, yeah. just like Iowa. And they're two and really, four. Yep. And really quick on you, you mentioned the kind of the overarching, you know, kind of the main top or main theme here is the bye week. We had plenty of chances to to do something. This is this is nothing new. What did we talk about last year's bye week before uh, after post Wisconsin game? We didn't change anything up on offense. Remember, I remember that podcast episode. We were so mad that we did nothing different. And yep. It's going to be more the same, except we're playing Ohio State now, yeah. so it's going to be ten times worse. So, and I think, unfortunately, it sucks to say this, but it was not a kind of a blessing in disguise going ten wins last year because I think we really went into the offseason. We did some few minor changes, right, simplifying the offense a little bit. I don't even know but, what we did though. But, I still would, I still would like an explanation on yeah, that. But, but we didn't do enough yes. because we got ten wins last year. Everything's yeah. fine, and yeah. so when we say like. You know, at this point of the season, it's like, well, you know, if things go down kind of in flames, I, I would hate, I don't want that to happen, but you know what? It might, in the long run, might be a blessing in disguise because it might actually make the coaching staff do something, right? Whether it's some coaching changes, not talking fairness, Kirk, but like coach changes, you know, this or that. Yeah, That might happen if you might not make a bowl game or you do make a bowl game, but it's, it's a really crappy bowl game, right? And let's say you lose that bowl game or whatever the case may be. That's when changes will probably happen because going to next year, have fun 
not having season t- or many season ticket holders because there's going to be a lot of people not buying season tickets next year if nothing changes. So that's kind of what I want to get at. And, it, get- and like I got well, right. and then I it could get it could get worse with if guys start transferring out too. So yep. it exactly. I mean, there's a lot on the line if especially if you don't decide to make a change. We saw it last year and saw a couple of guys transfer out. And I think it made a huge difference on offense. Yeah. And it could get it could be even worse next and, year. And the problem with that is any like you're Keegan Johnson, you're you're any recruit, you see like what Charlie Jones did, right? Leaves has more touchdowns yeah. than we have touchdowns. And you see the sets that he's having and the non-sets that we're having. It's like, it's a no-brainer. It's like, if I'm Keegan Johnson, if I'm Arlen Bruce, yeah, I would leave too. I'd hate to say that as a fan because it's like, I want them to stay, but it's like, why not leave? It, and you know, they're winning. Purdue's they're winning. winning. Yeah. So. It'd be like me having my job and another job opens up. That's It's like the same type of job, but the other job has a way better culture. Plus I'm making like $100,000 more. Yeah, I'm probably gonna go to that job, right? Like no one would second guess yeah. that. So like when people like give, because I at first was like mad that Charlie Jones left, but the more I thought about it, it's like, you know what? It's a, I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's his decision, and it's obviously paying off. But at the time, we didn't we didn't know obviously in the off season it was gonna pay off. But it's like, you know, he did what he thought was best. I mean, we do that all the time in life. So right. it, you can't right. really you make you make a it. personal decision. No, no. yeah, so 100%. it's not not like he was getting seventy five balls a you know season here. So. Exactly. All right, let's get into the Iowa-Ohio State game. Very quick preview and prediction. Well, you don't even have to preview them. Ohio State's a really good fucking team. Um, I do want to I do want to go over this, though, because I just found this hilarious to me. So their total offense, they're obviously ranked second in the nation, no surprise, 543 yards a game. It would take us – so we're averaging 238 yards a game. It takes us nine quarters to get to 543 yards. So in four quarters for them, <laughs> it would take nine quarters for us to get to that that mark of where they're at. Like how like sad is that? And then scoring offense for them, they're obviously number one at forty eight point eight. It would and we're, right now we're at fourteen point seven. A lot of that's due to our defense scoring a couple of touchdowns. It would take us thirteen quarters to get to forty eight average forty eight points. Take thirteen quarters. Like how pathetic is that? I just I when I when I did that before I was like oh my god that just shows how and like the set that you had with Petras it you know one touchdown for twelve that I mean it's just it's mind boggling how bad it it truly yeah, is now granted I, we're comparing a really really good offense but it shouldn't be that you know yeah the the margin the gap shouldn't be as wide as it as it is That's, yeah. I mean that you you put up I could name some other random team and the gap wouldn't be that wide. So no, <laughs> but no, every stat now I you laugh, but you're not surprised anymore. Like yeah. I I don't look at this and be like, oh my god, really? No, it's I mean, it's not surprising. Every every and there there seems to be like every against every opponent or every week there's some wild stat out there that I'm just like, oh yeah, that doesn't surprise me actually anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> which is you, sad. Yeah, it is. So you think um, – so we're 29-point underdogs, I think, is the last time I saw it. Is it to 29? What okay. is – do you think there's any chance we cover that 29 points? I'm going to look – while while you're explaining that, I'm going to look to see what it's currently at. But, yes. I'm not any- – I'm, I'm going to say that if our defense plays its best game of the season – here, okay, here's the problem, Colin. I, I don't think there's any any chance we cover. Again, not because of the defense, 
not necessarily because of the special teams. Our offense is going to put our defense in such bad spots that I I I foresee. I don't even know if Stroud plays in the second half. I, I mean, I'm not, and that's I'm not trying to over like over you know over exaggerate or blow this out of proportion, but like I just don't see how this game is close. Um, and and like I said, you're telling me. Like literally the only way we cover Petrus plays about as well as he's ever played. Um, the defense plays lights out. The special teams plays lights out. I just don't see it. And another thing, our defense, it's been, you know, it, it's been vulnerable a little bit this year. Right. I mean, we've kind of seen that now we have not really been tested vertically this year. Um, defensively. Um, we're about to be, tested as vertically as we're ever going to be this this game because as you i see here on the notes a return of jackson smith and jigba is back go figure um go figure he's been out for i think was it a hamstring maybe or something i can't remember yeah yeah i think he got Uh, hurt wasn't the first game of the season or yeah it was like the first game so you know of course after a bye week he's coming back testing it out i'm sure he'll play not that they need him but the receiving core is insane and um, he's back now too. So I just, I know our defense is going to give up some big plays. It just, ha- it, it's going to happen. Ohio state's offense is known for big plays and explosiveness. Yeah. So I, I just, you're asking our defense to play perfect. They're not going to play perfect. No. And, and our, our offense is going to be terrible. Ohio state actually, believe it or not, has a top 10, what top five defense now? Top five. Yeah. Total defense so, and scoring. So top no, 10. we're not scoring. I, I legitimately, Colin, I don't know. Do you think we get more than like six point seven points, ten points? I, I don't know. I would I say – okay, so I, I was going to say this. Um, If you kind of wanted to compare – okay, like the last game that Ohio State played with that Michigan State, right? Michigan State, I think, is very similar to Iowa. Just both just not very good teams, right? Like pretty average. Um, I would say our defense is obviously better than Michigan State's. Um, and their offense put up 20 – but it was, they only had 13 at half, and then they put up like a garbage time touchdown in the fourth quarter. But Michigan State's offense is better than ours. And so they only yes. they only had 13 points at half. So I just don't see – I mean, we're not going to get to 13 points at half. So uh, maybe we get a garbage time touchdown, and then maybe in the first half we get a field goal out. You know, So I would say the max that we're going to put up point-wise, I would say 10 to 13 points somewhere around there, maybe one touchdown in the fourth quarter, and then yeah. maybe like one or two field goals, like in, you know, whether it's in the first half, because you know, there's going to be at least what we're going to start. There's gonna be at least one drive where we get good field position just because maybe yeah. a turnover or something. Sure. Um, and so maybe that's it, the drive that we kick a field goal. But other than that, no, I 29 is a large number. It's actually 30. So now, it's 30. Okay. Yeah, 30 looking. points is a lot of points. It, it wouldn't shock me if our defense and special teams play, like I said, their best of their abilities, their best game. We could we could keep it under thirty, I think. But the fact that you know how many three and outs we're gonna have this weekend, dude. Like you know how many plays Ohio State's gonna run compared to us. Like it's gonna be insane. Yeah. And it, it, well, and that's not counting the and quick, quick, Tyler. quick deep bomb that doesn't even count. Like the, you don't even have the ball that long. They just chuck it deep and score a touchdown. So that's I don't why know. I, I don't... wish we went in here. And our offense was just completely like we just we just did yeah. everything just completely out of like the norm. And whether and if we if it backfires on us, whatever. 
because I don't think if we go in there and we just try to play the same old type of game. Do you think there's any chance we're going to look a little different that the, that they're just playing playing dumb that they're just and we come out and just and and just spread have a it out and just try to game plan. yeah, yeah. Try. there's a chance. I mean, the, here's the thing: they know we. I think, I mean, the coaching staff, I mean, you go back to Ohio State when we played them 2017. I mean, it's just a game where you just, you know, it's, yeah. you got to put up points else you have no, it's like, why even board the plane to go to Columbus? Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe, hopefully they are smart enough to know, like, yeah, we got to do everything. What, whatever we've been doing, yeah. we have to yeah. do like the complete opposite and just hope for the best. That's what I would do anyway, because it's, at the end of the day, you know, what, who cares? I mean, it's not like it right. really matters. Um, problem I have, and we don't have Keegan Johnson playing. We don't. We don't have a lot of those good weapons out there yet, Colin. I just no. I don't know. Problem I have on the defensive side. I love our defense, and I and I said this to you on Saturday. I think the defense is even better than maybe what I what I even thought after watching like Michigan put up forty one points and Illinois put up. But the problem with our defense is I'm not, not really a huge fan of Riley Moss. I'm just not, you, you know, that I've voiced my concerns about him. I think he's a good player, but he, I, I personally believe he's kind of overrated and how is, I just don't, he gets beat so much. I mean, a man, to man, he just, he just does. And how is he going to be able to guard these receivers? I just don't know. I, I, and then the other corner, I mean, Terry Roberts is out. I love Cooper DeGene. But you're asking a kid a that young guy, you know, yeah. that, that doesn't. It's not even really a corner. It's not fair. Guard, yeah, no. to guard some of these players, no. you know. And then I like our linebackers. I love Jack Campbell, Seth Benson. Uh, but they're going to be having really to cover. Ben- yeah, you right. really think yeah. Seth Benson? Like I, it's just it's hard for me. Love our defense. Like I, and our defense is really good. But when when you go up against a very 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 athletic team that has a lot of speed, it's just we. I just don't see it. I just don't see, and, and I, I hate saying all this because, like, I I really love our off our defense. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. And but I just have my my doubts with the with with the corners. I just don't. If we had Harris and Roberts healthy, I would feel a little bit better because we would have multiple options. But right now, it's literally Riley Moss and Cooper DeGene. and I just I just don't yeah. I just don't see them being able to to no. really compete against those guys. I don't. And I like both I mean, I like Cooper DeGene not Riley. I like I said, I I just I have my my issue-ish things with him. Now he had makes some nice plays here or there. He's really good in the stopping the run. Like when they get to the outside, he's really good at uh, you know, mm-hmm. getting past the block and 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 getting a really good tackle. But other than that, man, he gives up play. Well, and we we've been susceptible a little bit giving up yards on the ground right our rush defense hasn't been great no our defense has like, been. yes and and that's the thing like we're not gonna be able to blitz up feel like a ton with those wide receivers those safeties are not we're not dropping them probably in the box a whole lot so i could see ohio state having some success some success sorry on the ground and yeah. then that's when well we start cheating a little bit eyes in the backfield we bite on that play fake and then right over the top, top. Yep. And so and then like I said, with our without batter offenses, if they get yeah, if no. they get up like you know, twenty one to zero like that, well game over. I mean, you you're, know, you're literally it. asking your defense and special teams to try to literally play like perfect. And it's just not the team where you can do that. I, no. I just feel like it's just not the team you can do that. So I'm gonna say that we lose 
I really, I think it's going to be like 45 to seven, 48 to seven. I don't see us covering and I see us getting absolutely manhandled. I hope I'm wrong. I listen, I hope I'm wrong, but I, like I told you, I'm going to be more mad if, if we lose a game like 28 to seven or, or yeah. something like that, because I'm telling you, if our defense and special teams play well enough to keep you in a game like this and, and our offense comes out and does the same old, same old man, that's, that's almost worse because Ohio state is putting up a ton of points. And that shows how good our defense really truly is then. I'm going to say 41 to 10 for me. Okay. Uh, they put up 49 against Michigan State. So I'm going to give, just because I think our defense is better than Michigan, I'm going to say we, we give up one less touchdown, which, oh boy. But 41 <laughs> to 10, yeah. um, for me, a win would be if we went in, if making it like a, a two-quarter game, if we went into halftime and it was a very, like, you know, we were only yes. down by maybe two possessions. I mean, that would be a win. And even like, let's just say even the second half, let's say we end up getting blown out. If we could go into half somehow somewhat close, because, you know, national TV, a lot of people are going to tune in the first half. And if we yeah. if we just look respectable, I mean, I that would be a win for me. Yeah. Like if we went into half, like only down like 17 to three or something like that, like that would be a win. Um, And even if like the second half kind of got, you know, and, got blown out. Kyle, but, if, if, we, if we had any inkling of, of, we knew that there was going to be some change after the bye week. I maybe wouldn't be so – I maybe be more optimistic. I wouldn't be so negative. It's just I just know how we are after bye weeks, and I know how we are this season. And it's like, man, if we do the same old I formation, we we are it's, it's we not are in for a yeah. long it, day. I don't even know if I'll be able to watch the whole game like that. I'm serious. Like it's well, we'll be we'll be tough. together boozing. And, yeah, and we'll be uh, we'll be what back in Carroll, back in Carroll, Iowa. I'll be at your place watching the game having a few beers or 12, depending on how the game goes. So, yeah. so yeah. I mean, at least we might have to turn on another game. No, I, 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 I'm actually, I'd get to the point where, cause I really haven't watched much Ohio state. So I'm actually excited to watch yeah. the full game of Ohio state. I've watched a decent amount of them this year, but not, not entire games. Um, I think and it, yeah. every time that they've played, I've just, I haven't really been around to watch them. So like, I'm actually yeah. kind of excited to watch them because Obviously, as a Big Ten fan, I'm hoping that they go to yeah. you know Big Ten or to the you know for sure playoff. So, Michigan, yep. and 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 like you you know, and I will say I'm I am curious. Like now that I'm not you know it's an away game, me and you are together. I'm I am curious to see if we try anything different. I mean, if if we do and we we show a little sign of life, like yeah, maybe it'll maybe it'll create some optimism. I Going it'll be interesting. Season. It'll be interesting yeah. for sure. All right, let's get into uh, this thing that I made with the 12-team playoff. I just think it's kind of interesting. I kind of want to hear your thoughts on this. So I'm going to share the screen now. Um, okay, so 12-team playoff, which we know it's going to happen here pretty soon. I would say, what is it, 2025 or 2026 are going to start that up. So this is how I would do it if it was my decision. So 12-team playoff, you'd have the five conference championship winners and then the remaining wildcard teams, which would be seven. Now, here soon, there might only be four conference and four power five conferences if you if Pac-12 goes away, right? Which, who right. knows if that will or not. But um, but for right now, five and seven. Okay, seeds one through five would be the power five conference championships, clearly. I mean, why, you know, you got to reward them. The, and then you determine that based on, like, you know, how, you know, you'd kind of line up the five power five champions and just kind of see how they stack up record-wise, and that's how you seed them one through five. And then six or 12 would be the remaining um, two teams or the remaining teams. Um, before I go to the next slide then, so there'd be four rounds, obviously. Round one, round two, round three, round four. I might as well just go to the next slide. All right, so 
This is how I would do it. Third, So the first round would be the third week in December. You'd have one game on Friday, three games on Saturday, because I hate when games overlap. This would be the only – so you'd have yeah, one like Friday sure. night, one at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Saturday morning. Yep. yep. Uh, the higher seed gets a home game. I just think that would sure. be cool because like yeah, you imagine, in your like, own stadium. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, okay. that that's yeah. what I mean. Higher yeah. seed gets a home game in their home stadium. Like, can you imagine like Iowa just some year made the playoff and they had a home game in the like? Can you that imagine? Buzz. No, yeah, yeah, same. So that'd be December sixteenth through the seventeenth. The fourth week in December would be the second round. So w- once again, one game on Friday, <laughs> three games Saturday. This is when we start go seeing the New Year's Six Bowls. And this is why a 12-team playoff is good because you can utilize all six New Year's Six Bowls. You can have the four four of them on the fourth week, go. and then you can have the other two on uh, the final four. Yep. And then the final four would be just like every year, right? It's always New Year's Eve, and then depending on what day of New Year's Eve. So like this year, it would obviously have to be December 31st because New Year's Eve lands on a Sunday, and that's for the NFL. That would be the last remaining New Year's Six Bowls. And then you'd have, obviously, the championship game two weeks later. So if the season ended today, you would have the conference championship winners of Georgia. I'm just saying, like, I this is how I think it's going to go. Obviously, Georgia yeah. wins. Let's just say Georgia wins. TCU, Ohio State, Clemson, and then you, and then um, USC would be number five. But USC would probably have the worst strength of schedule, worst, you know, all this. So they would be the fifth. So they would obviously have to play, which would suck. But this is where it still creates that drama of like the college football playoff committee because they determine kind of the seeding of this as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And then the rest of the team. So, like, Alabama Ole Miss would play. I mean, these matchups, I mean, if it would be great. Winner plays Georgia. USC, yeah. Oklahoma State. Winner plays TCU. Michigan, UCLA. Imagine, like, if Michigan won, they would rematch Ohio State. Tennessee, Oregon. I mean, you would get some great games. And Tennessee, Clemson would be insane. Yeah. So, like, let's just say, yeah, Tennessee, Clemson, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU, USC, Georgia, <laughs> Alabama. That Georgia Alabama game would be literally be the second round. I mean that that would in most years be the the national championship. And yeah, would be the second round game. Oh, you would get not only more parity, I think, in college football, Colin, but you would, like you said, you're not seeing the Alabama Georgia matchup in the national championship again. Yeah. Right, no. you're seeing that in a second round game, yep. and I think that that creates that sense of like parity and and sort of like i don't know it just gives more like like and and this is why i'm a fan of the expanded playoff i just think there's more room for success for other teams right because i I think the success now it seems like is defined by making the playoff really because it it, that that these bowl like these new york six bowls don't mean as much anymore as they used to right and that's why they they can they can all now be you they can all be utilized in this team playoff and so and so, yeah, when you make the playoff and you have a chance to go to this New York Six, it's like, yeah, I just think that that's that utilizes these games and and makes these games more appealing. And I I agree. Yeah. I think that the way you laid it out, yeah, I'm a fan. For there's sure. and there's always, I mean, whether you go to a, a 12 team, a 16, a 28, there's always going to be like, oh, this sure. team didn't get in, right? Um, you're always going to get that. But what I like about this too is. Once again, you're still going to have a playoff committee because they're still determining the rankings because those rankings decide like yes. the seeding, and that yes. and that's still going to have a lot of drama because once again, like the fifth power five team is not going to get a bye week in this right, so that's yep. going to be great yep. drama. Like oh, you know, oh no, they yep. should have been the fourth, yep. and the other team. There'll still be plenty fourth, of subjectivity, right? drama, yep. the whole nine yards. Which you, which sure. you want that, and which then, like you, you said, like yeah. parity. I think college football has uh, 
a big game problem. There's not enough big games like last week. No. Awesome because there was a couple big games and some weeks you don't get that. I mean, there's a reason why some weeks college game day goes to some random team yeah. that's like not, you know, power five, college, which is cool, but they've been to, they've been to what App- Appalachian state already. Yeah. It's like, and then they lose the next week. It's like, it's just like you said, there's not enough big games. Not, not so this gives, I mean, the entire, pretty much the entire month of December, because you would have your conference championships, yes. like the first week of December, then there'd be a bye week but then you'd have literally third, I mean, first round, second round, final four, you would have like a month of just consuming great football. Now, some of these games would probably be blowouts. I mean, it's just the way college football yeah. is. But man, I, I like I but said, it's, this would be great. It's, it's more big games and it's not the same teams playing each other. Yeah. Just, exactly. As it would be in the in the four team. And you could say that like, well, like you said, well, maybe it should expand. You know, there's always going to still be an issue with who gets left out. I listen, I I take college basketball nobody has a problem with 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 the way that's laid out i feel like with the six what 64 teams i know that's you know obviously a lot different than football but like there's not that much like disagreement i feel like like no. yeah every one that one team that gets left out is going to feel left out but i mean we say that about the four team playoff right now so i'm a fan of it i think there's more big games more games to look forward to i'm excited i really am excited for this hopefully yeah i know the details have to be worked out yet i feel like with the with the with the 12 team playoff but um hopefully yeah it's something similar to this cuz i i love this yeah so just for fun um who would win georgia alabama huh. I don't even know right now, maybe Alabama because Georgia's offense is, I don't know. Yeah. I would say Alabama. Then, I'd go out. And then let's just say TCU, USC would win that. Both defenses are not good. I'll go USC. I don't know. Okay. And then Ohio state, Michigan. I'd say Ohio state. And then Clemson, Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee probably. Okay. I think and they're then, on fire. Okay. And the final four now would be Alabama, did you say USC? Yeah. Alabama, USC. I'd probably say Alabama. And then Tennessee, Ohio State. Man, that would be a great <laughs> game. Dude, I literally was like, that's probably the matchup everyone wants to see. Ohio State has a number two offense behind, I believe, Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. I believe, has the number one offense. Like, yep, they oh, do. That'd be insane. I don't even know who would win that game off the top of my head. I couldn't even pick. I think that's such a good game. Maybe Ohio State, since they've been there and done that, I would say, if I'm a betting man. But, man, what a game that would be. Yeah, and then and then now it's set up the Alabama, um, Ohio State, which again you would say, well, it's the same as what in years past, Ohio State and Alabama, but it's like to get there, it's a much tougher road, and I just think that yeah, I think the games earlier on would be more intriguing. Yeah, so. exactly. But yeah, I, I hope that's how it. Crazy. That's how it. Yeah, it. Yep. There's fun making that because it's like I'm hoping that's what it's in. I don't yeah. know what much more you could do different than that. I mean, that's the home, crazy. the home games on. in the early rounds are just a phenomenal idea. And I don't know why it, it obviously it's similar to like what the NFL NFL does, but I mean, to that, that buzz, like if you're, yep. if you somehow exactly. get a home playoff game, could you imagine that'd be insane? Yeah. And that, and that, and once again, it comes down to seating, right? Yep. Fans are going to be pissed because they might not yep. get a higher seed than this one team. And now they have to go on the road while this other team gets. So right. you still get all that drama. All right, let's do the mailbag real quick. And then we'll call it a night. Um, Robbie asks, we only have one receiver in the 2023 recruiting class. You think that classifies as panic mode or concern? Um, I think it does because 
I really truthfully think Keegan and Arlen are one of the two are is going to leave this year. So you you have one of them leave. I do too. Nico Regani's leaving because he's he, he'll graduate. He's done. Yeah. And then you're only bringing in one receiver. Like you're going to have to go out in the portal. And yeah. but 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 portal. What guy is going to want to come in the portal though? You're going to have to get some unproven talent. Like because no proven talent is going to come here unless you are change blowing everything up and changing yes. everything in the off season. That'd be the only way. This is where, like you said, Colin, this is where, if we start making changes, those recruits, those players that might be up on the, you know, might leave. They're kind of on the fence about it. They might stay. They might come to Iowa then knowing like, Oh, well, yeah, I always they, wanted to come to Iowa or I, I, you know, I really want to come to Iowa, but God, I don't want to play in this offense. Oh, they're actually changing it. They're willing to change. They're willing to adapt. Okay. I'll give it a shot. Like, yeah, no, I think it's a big problem. Obviously, one receiver. We don't even have receivers right now. Ugh. Um, we only had one receiver in last year, which was Jacob yeah. Bostic, which he's like hurt right now. So yeah, you want to have more than one. The depth uh, Jake, right now is an issue, and then yeah, no, if one receiver is it's if not we leave, cut it. or if one of them leaves. Yeah, um, Jake, it's a long shot, but what would we have to do to beat Ohio <laughs> State? Um, pray. Do you, uh, defense would have to play lights out. Multiple you have, you, you, you have say no defensive touchdowns like two to two two defensive touchdowns and then I, just I think that our offense plays like they did against Ohio State back in 2017. We that don't comp- miss a field goal. We don't you know, like you said. We create multiple turnovers. We score on multiple turnovers. We hope that C.J. Stroud. I mean, plays his worst game maybe. He exits the game with a dude. I don't know because, like, I, I would never wish an injury, but I seriously think he he's literally like what first or second in the Heisman right now. It yeah, he's just it, yeah. It's I don't know. It would take it would literally take a miracle. That I mean, I, I just and Spencer Peach is playing the greatest game of his life without any turnovers on the road. If I, we don't take like any shots down the field, oh yeah, I'm gonna be because it's like once again we have nothing to lose. Hundred percent, so, dude. Great point. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna be intrigued to see how many t- times we take shots down the field. So I'm saying like, there's, there's a game to do it. It's this game yep. because we have nothing I still, to lose. I will still be interested to see how, what we do on offense because it's gonna it's gonna tell us a lot. I, I really do. Yeah, think that. like what we did in the bye week. Yep. Uh, Nate, do you re- realistically see Brian on the staff next year? I don't know. I mean, here's the thing: if you were telling me if 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 his dad wasn't the head coach, I'd say no. Kirk is not gonna fire Brian. I don't think so. And will Brian leave? Will he just leave on his own terms. And it depends what type of person he is. And and but if he doesn't get like a good job anywhere else, like no, he's not. Like why would he leave? Why would he? Why would he leave nine hundred thousand right. dollars? Right. Like right. He ain't just gonna do that. Um. And so. I, and I don't think he cares what people think. So. No. So realistically, I, yeah, I do see him on the staff next year, which which <sighs> I hate saying that, but because I, I don't see his his dad right. firing him unless I he hope. Feels, Unless he gets demoted and he's like the offensive line coach or something. But even that, like, I just don't really see that happening. I, you know, and I go back to that interview early on, Kyle, that really good interview where he's kind of open and honest about, you know, the completion percentage, all that in, in the off season. I just hope that if he looks back at this year and goes, I did not do a good job. I, I know Kurt, my dad's not going to fire me. Kurt's not going to fire me, but I would hope that he, like you said, he looks in the mirror and says, and- it's better for the team going if, forward if just, that if I just exit and and not leave this place in such shambles on offense I I just think it, it he would be doing a disservice by just staying and, and being the same type of 
offensive coach. Yeah. So. Um, and then the last question from Cody, why can't Ferentz ever put his ego to the side and actually admit things are not right and try to fix the problem at hand instead of just doubling downing on the issue? Um, Great question I just, that we've been trying to answer trying to, for yeah. weeks. We can't figure it out either. I honestly it, don't have an answer to this question. Should it I answer may, it with a question? It, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it would make me feel so much better. Regardless of what we're seeing on the field, if we actually heard Ferentz say things like, yeah, this is not, this is not right. This is uncalled for, or, you know, we are trying, you know, we are doing everything in, in our in possible way to try to fix this, all this, all this stuff, right? Blah, blah, blah. Um, I would feel so much better about things versus them just not really, or just acting as if nothing is wrong. Saying that Petrus is playing better than Petrus is the guy. Still. Yep. Like I, I, I would have, quote, I, I would have so much respect for Bron, or for Kirk if he came out like during the bye week and was like, you know, we we evaluated the six six weeks for six weeks, it was uncle, you know, it was not what we wanted, it was right. not what we expected, it is not the way that we want to operate, and with that, we are going to make some changes. We're going to start. We're going to start. They don't, and, and they don't even have to go into that much detail, right? Like they yeah. don't want to give everything away to Ohio State, but like you said, admit admit they. Things are not right. And, yeah. and it's not right and it's not acceptable and, and move forward with a different plan. Even if the plan doesn't work, I don't even care at this point. Better than I just what we're want, doing now. Right. I just want some admission that they're, you know what, we got to be better and we're, we're, we're going to try this and see if it works. If it doesn't, okay, we tried. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just crazy. We're about to find out because, about- yeah, the toughest part of our schedule is still ahead and it starts this week. So yep. um, we continue to do what we're doing against the teams that we've already played, which I would say are the easier teams on our schedule. Then uh, it's in, we're in for a long, long season, obviously. Yeah. We're, we're recording this Wednesday night, so we're about 65 hours out. If you guys are yeah. listening to this tomorrow, about 48 hours out from the game. And, yeah, we're, we're – I'm – I'm not really getting pumped about this game, but I, I kind of am just because I just kind of want to, I just want to see like what happens. Right. Like I, cause well, here's and, the thing, I'm not going to be yeah. mad. Right. Like if we oh, get blown no. out, I mean, I, it's expected. So that's the one good thing about Saturday is I'm not going to feel like any, cause most game days I get very nervous. Right. And all this, like, I'm not going to, cause I already know going in. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to be curious to see what did we do in the bye week What did we make any changes? Um, how does our defense look? I mean, honestly, I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see how our defense looks against a very athletic, vertical, very speedy team. Like I'm actually kind of intrigued yep. to see that. There's like yep. things that's a just playoff playing. team, Colin. This is a playoff team. We're we're gonna find out a lot about ourselves. Yeah. That we that maybe we don't even know yet. Like really, how good is our defense? Like we have a great defense, but if if somehow, even like you said, if we had that offense that was fantastic, are they able to to compete, this defense is able to still compete, you know, yeah. and, and it's not, it's not fair to them to judge them in this game because our offense is going to put them in such bad positions, but it, it will be interesting for sure. It will be. I, I think, I think, I think they'll play. I could see them playing well uh, for a while, at least. I, I wouldn't be shocked by that. That's we, why they're I, too good. They're too good. Yeah. Right. That's why I said, if, if, if we went into halftime and it's, it's kind of kind of like the Michigan game, right? Like we were still like, they were only up yeah. by 14 points. Like if like that would be a win for me. Regardless yes. of what happens in the second half, if we went into halftime somewhat only down by a little bit, that's a win for me. Like I would, I would say, let's take yeah. some shots during half because we won this game. 
even though we, right, right. We're, not, we're not going to, but it, it sure, kind of feels sure. like a win. So, all right, yeah. man. Well, that well, should we'll do see, it. See you this weekend. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Looking we'll forward see. to it. Hell yeah. Gonna uh, see you Friday night. Halloween ends. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm pumped. Hopefully it's Come on, Michael. Come on. Um, it's coming to an end. I got a feeling. Well, coming to an end. At yeah, right. Five years from now, they'll be making a, another. Yeah, or they'll, they'll, another... Re, re, they'll redo the three again. So that's just how it works. But yeah, um, excited to see you. Excited to see everybody on, on Friday night and, and be able to watch the Iowa game together. And uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, Sunday, probably Sunday, Monday. Probably trying to do an episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I try to do one. So yep. probably not really much to talk about, but who knows? Uh, yeah. So good or right. bad, we'll we'll probably be talking yep. about something probably more bad than good. But hey, if there yeah, is a god yeah, out there, just, then maybe <laughs> we're just very positive, aren't we? We're very. It's positive. hard to be. Yeah. It's no, just, it is. Um, I try to be as positive as possible, but yeah, when you see Petrus and how bad our offense is and all this, it's hard to stay positive. Um, well, the realization is you're playing. Like I said, you're playing a playoff team. You're playing the number what two team in the country. It it is on a, on a national scale. At Ohio State, yeah, um, big noon kickoff box. They're, wearing, they're wearing their all red unis, the scarlet. All unis. red. The, yep, the, the 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 fans are wearing all red. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be it's tough. Not, it's and not they, the and right they have a bye play. week too to prepare. For, I mean, you know, so. correct, correct. But sometimes, once again, that's maybe not because you can start off kind of sluggish, right? So well, and and you know, yeah, maybe, maybe it, if you're telling me Ohio State's already looking ahead to to you know, do I don't know who they have after us, but. Um, maybe they look ahead. Maybe they, they don't take us seriously, right? And and that that's a way to cover. I'm just saying. They they play at Penn State next week. Okay. So which we thought what at the beginning of the year, I think we both had Ohio State maybe losing that game. We thought maybe a whiteout game, but obviously the way Penn State looked against Michigan, not great. But um, yeah, I don't know. They might look ahead. You never yeah. know. So I'm just looking at their schedule. So after the Notre Dame game, they played Arkansas State, and they won 45 to 12. But at halftime, they were only up 24 to nine. So like that would be a win for me. Like if we went into halftime only down technically two possessions, that would be a win. Sure. So sure. it's not like impossible, right? Like, no. but it's just going to be very tough. Well, with our- and I'm not. I'm not saying, Colin, we're we're not covering the spread in the first half. Like when I say I don't cover the spread, I'm giving it the whole game. Like, yeah, I think we can, we're not going to be down. I hope to guy, if we're down by 30 at halftime, um, we've got major, major issues, but I, I would say watch the, watch the game footage or, you know, the game film of the Ohio state Notre Dame game. Cause I don't know yeah. how Notre Dame kept them at 20. It, the final score was 21 to 10. Like I don't understand because yeah. Notre Dame is not, a, I mean, they're not a good football team. They just lost a very bad Stanford team, lost a Marshall, like, they're not a very good football team. And that might have been a lot of Ohio State's first game. It, like, yeah, and it probably was, but too. it's like, just go watch it. Just watch that game. And sure, see, sure. See Notre Dame did. Because Maybe clearly, take some things. Clearly, they did, they yeah. did something because, yeah, 21 to 10. I mean, and then the rest of the games have been like 40-some, 50-some, and, 70. And right? last year, Ohio State, I mean, they struggled. They lost to Oregon in a game that they at the shoe that they shouldn't have lost. Um, it's not impossible. We've beaten them before. It's not impossible to beat them. I just – it's. Um, it's going to be impossible this year. So, yeah. So, all sure. right. Well, that will do it. Tyler, have a good night. And everybody, yeah. thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you in a couple of days. Go Hawks.